pain. You're just a stupid spoils, great rich man! Welcome to episode one of the Stupid Spoiled Patriots Fan Podcast. I am your host, Justin, <laughs> and forgive my demeanor. I should be more excited about the first episode of a new show, and it's a new it's a new journey. And man, that dead Dallas game is just really overshadowing that. That was that was soul crushing. And, uh, and we're going to get into it. Um, but first, I feel like I need to kind of explain what this is. Um, so I'm kind of the like sort of de facto host of another podcast called View from the Cheap Seats, which is like the roundtable discussion show that I've been doing with my father and friends for a few years now. Uh, we took last year off. Last year was kind of chaotic. There was a bunch of things that happened. And I think that kind of goes without saying um, and I'm also going to preface this by saying like, we're view from the cheap seats is still a thing. That's still a thing that's going to happen going forward. But I think that with the website, which is cheap dot wordpress.com, which again, I just, I, I can't stand that. So I'm going to buy the URL soon, but all of this kind of falls under the cheap seat media umbrella. This is just kind of my thing. This is going to be just me. No, like most of the time, I didn't want to bog down view from the cheap seats with my ramblings just by myself. Cause I feel like view from the cheap seats is at its best when it's like two or three of us, at least. I think that's the best quality show is when we get good discussion, good questions, good back and forth. That's, that's important. This is more of just going to be me. I'm, I'm in my basement. I'm watching the Sunday night game. The, the quality of this, the, uh, I'm not going to say stream cause that's not, that's not at all what I'm doing. Um, I'm, I'm watching this on cable and it happens to have shit quality, but again, um, getting off topic, but this is more of just something I've, kind of been meaning to do. I've just kind of been meaning to venture off into like covering the Patriots myself. And I mean, if you've, if you've been reading the blog at cheapseatmedia.wordpress.com, I do appreciate it. I've been writing at least, I think three times a week. I've been doing um, like a, a recap piece, which I'm going to try to get up preferably tonight, maybe tomorrow. Um, I've been doing like a question and answer piece and then I've been doing like a preview piece and weekends sometimes I'll upload like an interesting kind of fun little thing. Um, that's only if I'm really feeling up to it though. Cause some of these, some of these blogs get pretty involved and by the end of them, I don't feel like messing around and making something else. Um, but yeah, so if you're a fan of you from the cheap seats, don't worry, we're not going anywhere. Uh, it's just, me kind of doing a thing, just me, and just kind of seeing how it goes. But also, 
if there is a view from the cheap seats episode, I'm also going to do an episode of this show. Um, this is something I want to try to commit at least to once weekly, at least during the football season, possibly during not the football season. This is a, this is an interesting team to cover and I'm kind of glad that I'm getting back into, into covering the team a little harder now. Cause I think as stupid as it is to say with like Tom Brady, but it's like, I think everything that needed to be said about that has been said. And I think now this is kind of a clean slate for everyone, especially people like me that are kind of, you know, striking off on their own. I'm not, I don't have a journalism major. I'm just a passionate dude. I love football. I love the Patriots. And uh, it's just something I like talking about and writing about. And I've been meaning to kind of focus on my writing. So this, uh, this new team gives me the opportunity to do that. Um, but yeah, I think that's enough of all this mushy, not mushy, but informational kind of jargon. And I think we should kind of get into what this show is going to be. And I mean, tonight it's just going to be me talking about how soul crushing that loss to the Dallas Cowboys was, um, that, that one hurt. (laughs) I know, I know that Dallas is good and I'm going to put that in very large air quotes um, because I'm not sure that Dallas is good. I know that the Patriots definitely played up and the Cowboys definitely played dumb. They definitely shot themselves in the feet, and I'm astonished that they won this game because I think they had a million penalties for 846,000 yards. Um, But I'm just – I don't know. Like – the loss against the Bucks hurt, but I'm going to forgive Nick Folk for kicking, a, what is a 56-yarder in the rain at like 11.30 at night. Like, dude, I'm I'm like only a – like, I mean, Nick Folk is like an older dude, but like, bro, I'm 31 and I'm sleepy as hell. And it's 9.30. Like, game, the game would have just started pretty much. Um, but these – these games that keep coming down to like the last play, the last drive, the last team who has the ball. It's just like if <laughs> the Patriots realistically could be like four and two instead of two and four, or maybe even five and one, you know, I'm, I, I don't know. I just, this was such a heartbreaker tonight. The, just the way it went down and the fact that we had to listen to Tony Romo fucking spouting the entire time just drove me insane. But, like, uh, I don't know if I would celebrate this game if I was a Cowboys fan or, like, even a Cowboy. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think I would be celebrating that much. Like I I love the New England Patriots, but I have to be a fucking I'm not an idiot as I mean I know the show's called Stupid Spoiled Patriots fan, but by no means when it comes to the New England Patriots am I stupid. It's one of the few things I can call myself probably above average intelligence when it comes to. But this team isn't great. <laughs> That's putting it lightly, but the team isn't amazing by any stretch of the imagination. They have flashes tonight. The offense had flashes, and it was fun to see. But 
flashes aren't going to, I don't think are going to win games. I mean, that was kind of evident tonight. This is the most points that the offense has put up, I think, all season. I could be wrong. I don't know. I've been, I spent a lot of this weekend, you know, drinking and smoking. So I could be totally wrong. I have no idea. But I, I'm hurt, man. I'm down. This was a, I don't know. I just, like, okay, so these are the these are the quarterbacks that the Cowboys have beaten so far. Daniel Jones, Sam Darnold, Jalen Hurts, I think that's his name. I honestly am too lazy to look it up. I hate the fucking Eagles anyway. Mac Jones and what was it, the Chargers, I think. The only, they've only lost to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and obviously because everybody loses to Tom Brady forever. But, I mean, even just the quarterbacks that I've listed have a combined record of 8 and 16. So... <laughs> I, I don't I don't know. I think the Cowboys right now are like the shittiest five and one team I've seen in a long time. Well, maybe not even a long time because what was it? The Steelers a few years I don't remember what year it was, but someone out there will fucking know what I'm talking about. But or my wife might. I don't know. She's a Steelers fan. And they're on right now. Um, I got them going on behind me, but it's just they were what eleven and hour or twelve and zero that year, and then they just like lost four straight and then got like fucking knife murdered in the first round of the playoffs. Like I, I don't trust this team. And judging by the sound of it, I've heard that like even the radio announcer for the Dallas Cowboys doesn't exactly believe in the team. I don't think that's a good thing. I don't think you want – I mean, it's important to be real, and I appreciate that, dude, for being real because I, I fully agree that I don't think – I don't think the Dallas Cowboys are good. I think <laughs> – I think they did just enough to beat a bad Patriots team tonight, and I know CD wants to be all fucking, like, badass and, like, throw the peace sign and whoever's face that was, but – Dude, like, you guys escaped Foxborough with a win. There's no, oh, Dallas whooped up. Like, y'all barely, barely fucking got out of here with a W. And if a few things that happened in this game didn't happen or a few things that didn't happen that could have happened and I wish happened, but they didn't happen, had happened – this game would come out different, but I'm again. It's this this woulda coulda shoulda shit that's just driving me insane with this team. I can't I can't figure out what this team is. I I get upset because I care about this team so much, but I just this woulda coulda shoulda shit is driving me insane. It's every week. It's oh well, you know we should have played this guy or we shoulda not. Should have not punted on fourth and one today. Like, what the hell was up with that shit? Like, what are we doing? Like, why are we doing that? Like, you don't trust the offense to get three feet? Are you fucking kidding? (laughs) Like, what kind of confidence does that instill in Mac? What the fuck? Hey, kid, you can't go out there and fall forward. The fuck? And then, of course, the next play is a fucking blocked punt which I believe was returned for a touchdown or might not have been. I don't fucking remember. 
I try to just block out whenever the, the opponent does anything good. I had try, obviously try to be objective, but the show was called Stupid Spoiled Patriots Fan for a reason. Okay, I'm a homer, so fucking deal with it. You're here for a reason if you're here at all. But you can't you can't say no to a fourth and one. And you I guess you could say you've been moving the ball that that drive. I think. But it's like you can't be moving the ball, have all this momentum, and then just suddenly lose like faith in your quarterback. I don't I don't know what happened. I really don't get it, and and it's upsetting because Mac didn't even have that bad of a day. You know, I mean, fifteen to twenty one, two twenty nine, two touchdowns and a pick was the pick shitty and poor timing. Yes, of course. Is there ever really a good time for an interception? Not really. Was this one incredibly poorly timed? Yes, yes, it was. But rookie gonna rookie. I'm gonna keep it fucking real rookie gonna rookie you know that's just what rookies do rookies do dumb things and i can't and no one else can expect mac to be perfect because that's just totally unrealistic i mean you can expect whatever you want it's just i think it's important to have realistic expectations especially when you have a total newcomer running an offense full of basically total newcomers. The only consistent being Jacoby Myers, who I can't believe was robbed of a fucking touchdown today. So James Ferentz, I think that was who it was. Fucking this, uh, this sip of blue moons for you, bud. Cause, uh, man, you made me want to fucking drink after that one. Like, come on, dude. Like, you've been good. I'll give you that. Coming up, playing first-team reps. And last week against Houston, that O-line was straight-up solid. And today, okay, I got to write down that for my bad list as well. I just thought of that. But the O-line today definitely had some moments where I was talking about just firing people in the sun on the team. And it's the same thing for the defense. You know, that's another thing that, like, I'm going to get into. Like, there were obviously some positives to take away from this game, but patience is going to be absolutely key with this team. There's no <laughs> there's no way around it. Like, if you can't be unreal. I mean, again, you can do whatever the hell you want, but – you can't set unrealistic expectations for this team. It's a bunch of guys who have never been here. And sadly, on the other side of the ball, it's a bunch of guys who have just been here too long. Like, it's it's sad to say, but I, it's time to just kind of start shipping these dudes off. And I know that this defense is going to get a major overhaul in the offseason because a ton of free agents are going to bounce, and I don't blame them. And honestly, I think a few of these guys are probably just going to retire. Like, if Devin McCourty... I was I would fucking hang it up if I was Hightower I'd probably hang it up. Uh, Van Noy I just maybe don't hang it up, but I don't want him playing here. I'm I'm kind of tired of the Van Noy experiment. I think it's just gone on a little too long. I liked Van Noy when he was here. You know he brought personality to the team, and. You know, he was he was solid his first time around here, but this trip is just not 
that's just not the case this time. The two guys I have to single out are him and McCordy. I think McCordy, I think McCordy, my beef kind of stems back to last week uh, on that touchdown play that Davis Mills threw, where Devin McCordy just overran the play out of bounds by like three yards, and by the time he got back in bounds, the fucking receiver was like six yards ahead of him, and he was running full speed, and he just still couldn't even like sort of catch up, and it's like. The whole defense is playing against guys that are 10 years younger than them or, like, at least eight years younger than them. It's like, dude, I'm 31. Uh, I couldn't even pretend to keep up with a 23-year-old. I can barely keep up with my son, and he's seven months. He can't even, like, walk. (laughs) Like, he can barely move. And my knees are just like, you can't do this. And my back can't handle it either. It's just, I don't, I don't know. I'm really tired of these moral wins. Moral wins don't account for shit. Again, I don't, I don't expect, I don't expect this to be a playoff team. You can't, you just cannot. Like they're two and four, but can they recover from this? Do they have the pieces? I don't think so. I don't, I'm I'm trying to be real. I don't think so. I they need a number one corner. I don't know why we shipped Stefan Gilmore to Carolina for a sixth round pick in 2023, <laughs> which is like the equivalent of like, send us an equipment manager. Like, that'll be cool. Like, we'll trade you Stefan Gilmore for a fucking longtime custodian. Like, what the fuck, man? Like, I, I don't know. We're going to get into the goods and the bads in a little bit here, and that's obviously just going to be like a recurring thing. Also, if you read my blog, these are going to be probably the same. These are So if you listen to the show and read the blog, I appreciate it, but the goods and bads, I, I wouldn't obviously change them. They're not going to be different goods and bads from my blog posts to the podcast. It just doesn't I – need, I need to – consistency is important. I feel, but I just, I, can they recover from this? Sure. The next game is against the Jets at home. The Patriots have to get a fucking win at home. They have to. And I, I just want, I tweeted this earlier. And if you want to follow me on Twitter, it's at Spooty Moose. It's S-P-O-O-T-Y-M-O-O-S-E, Spooty Moose. This team needs to get a fucking win at home. And they have to just they have to beat the Jets next week. They have to get a win at home. They can't keep getting these like moral wins. They can't keep getting these like hard fought losses because I don't know how they're gonna keep responding from these losses, man. Like these these losses are so fucking difficult. They're so brutal. And I just, I don't know. Good on them, you know? Good on them if that's, if they're able to respond from this. It's just like, man, as a fan, this shit is exhausting. Like, Poulin was here earlier today, and if you listen to View from the Cheap Seats proper, your 
you know who Pullman is. But it's just he both of us, man, like by the end of this game, we were both just like, fuck. That was just like and I, I was saying it and I, I'm gonna stand by it. Like, was this a fun game? Absolutely. In terms of being a football fan, damn. What a fucking game. Holy shit, that was fun. Like I was saying early in the game how much I just like love football and how fun it is. But man, losing like that just sucks. It's just it's it's so demoralizing. And I I hope that the team is able to respond from something like this. You got a lot of young guys, but you also got a good mix of veterans that I hope are able to to step in. It's just, uh, I don't know. I don't know. And the problem is, is with the defense is they can't get any stops when they have to have them. That's the thing that's killing this team is, you know, if if you don't let Dallas in the fucking field goal range and don't go to overtime, you don't lose the game. Like, Dallas did just enough to get out of here. They did just enough like it i i can't figure this team out and it's so infuriating because i've been watching this team for so long and any other like more than casual fan will say the same thing that it's impossible to figure out what this team is at this point in the season which honestly i don't think that's great it's fucking week 6 we need some sort of semblance. It's, it's mid-October. Like, I know Bill says that, like, the real football isn't played till after Thanksgiving, but I honestly, I don't think by fucking Thanksgiving it's really going to matter. Like, if you keep playing like this, it's not going to matter because this fucking season is going to be totally out of reach. And honestly, 2-4 and four is not a good start. I don't, again, they could just say, fuck you, Justin, you're an idiot, and they just win out or they win like let's say eight of their next 10 or something like something ridiculous and they could just shut me the fuck up i have no idea football is a weird sport but this defense has to they like okay can we can nikhil harry get us something something defensively just like like one team's number two corner for I'd say Nikhil Harry and like maybe a third rounder because another team's number two corner could absolutely be a number one corner on this team. Like is JC Jackson a number one corner on the Patriots? Yes. But I also think that's just kind of by default, which I'm not knocking JC. He's good, but he's been like extra cocky this season and Every time he gets cocky, he gets fucking smoked, like, on the next play. And I feel bad, but it's like, I don't know. I I always liked Gilmore because of how, like, kind of quiet and humble and just, like, he would just show up. He would shut down your best receiver. He would get picks. And then he would just, like, walk off the field. And I always just kind of found that dope. And... I don't know. JC makes like one play and then like gets all up in the dude's face and like does the whole like waving his arms and shit. And then 
the next play they go at him and he gives up a fucking 30 yard like out and it's like he'd never seen it before or someone goes over the middle on him for 20 yards and it's like i don't i think that's what the defense needs the most is is some sort of number one corner or something i just this defense is not good enough they can't they can't do this but i mean it wasn't all bad today you know the patriots lost sure does that suck obviously but i'm it was a fun game like i mean ramondre stevenson i was excited about that dude and it was good to see him today he made some nice fucking plays and he got in the end zone and you could tell when he got in the end zone i don't exactly remember his touchdown celebration but he, I think it was just sort of like a quick sort of like fist pump, and I think that's what he needed, which was just that monkey off his back. Like, did he put the ball on the ground in a crucial situation at the only game I'm probably going to go to for the New England Patriots for a while? Yeah. But it's week one, and he's a rookie. So, again, unrealistic expectations on my part, that's on me. Did he deserve to be benched for three weeks? No, and I think Bill needs to reevaluate this whole you fuck up once you're done for – most of this, like, the, like, come on. Uh, again, though, this is this is being echoed all over the Boston sports stratosphere. So I'm I'm definitely not alone in saying this. But I'm glad that Ramondre got to play tonight. He definitely had some moments where he looked like a dumbass, and he was on his back, and he made some rookie ass moves, and it. It's a bummer, but again, it's rookies and a bunch of new guys on offense. And every week there's always like something where I go like, oh, shit. Like I think for me today, the two were that Hunter Henry touchdown, which was super sick of him to like go like back for it, make like the the effort was appreciated. So Hunter, if you ever hear this, shout out you, dude. Nice catch. Good play. I'm glad you're here. Uh, and I know Bill is too. <laughs> I know Bill is too. Um, and then honestly, dude, Kendrick Bourne, who I would get your your jersey, bro, but I have my custom with a number 84. Shout out to Dion Branch. But I will say you got like a real Dion Branch vibe to you, which is why I fuck with you heavy. So, you know, shout out to him as well. But again, Ramondre Stevenson in the end zone was a good thing. I liked him in the preseason. He seemed to be beating people up. And. It was it was fun, and I mean, I got some stats. I guess I could like kind of chuck out before. Well, I guess I don't know. I guess I'll just get into like the goods and the bads. The goods and the not goods. Yeah. Uh, all right. So this. Yeah, I'm just gonna try to do this every episode, especially if I'm doing like a post game show. But I definitely just got to give, like, I don't know. This is super cliche, obviously. But uh, if you're going to do one, you should probably just talk about who was good and who was bad and what to do to fix those things. So I'm going to start with – I might just do one good, one bad, just to kind of keep it keep it even. So I got to give it up to Kendrick Bourne today. Uh, like, he he seems to be coming on more and more every game. And I was expecting some sort of like dope breakout thing 
from him, and I got it today with a 75-yard touchdown that Mac threw into, like, double coverage, and it was a great throw. It was a great catch. And I think my favorite part of his touchdown run was when he started – it looked like he started, like, thinking about celebrating by, like, maybe doing, like, that Deion Sanders shit into the end zone. And then I think he remembered that he's not on the fucking 49ers anymore, and he's like, uh, Bill's going to fucking kill me if I do that, especially before I get in the end zone. Because it's like, I know KB has a personality, and I'm glad he does because that's something this team has honestly been sorely lacking, especially last year. I mean, Cam was fun, but I, again, one guy can't really carry a person. Well, unless you're Rob Gronkowski. But even then, we had, like, Edelman on the team who was a personality. But Kendrick Bourne has been a good guy to to have, I think, in the locker room. I think he brings some levity. He's, you know, and he seems stoked to be here. He seems genuinely happy in New England, and I'm super happy to have him, especially, you know, if he's going to keep doing shit like this and, you know, possibly emerging as maybe the wide receiver one that the Patriots desperately fucking need. You know, maybe Kendrick Bourne ends up evolving into that guy. I have no idea. It's six weeks. (laughs) <laughs> like it couldn't, it could maybe be next year, you know, maybe the Patriots draft a guy or trade for a guy, but maybe he just all of a sudden explodes and turns into a, you know, nine catch, 110 yard a game kind of guy. I have no fucking idea. Anything is possible. Uh, so, you know, shout out to KB. Good day, dude. I know you only had that really that one catch for the tutty, but. That was a big time touchdown. I, I'm sad that the defense wasn't able to to stop the fucking the Cowboys, and that's gonna tie into my first not good, which is the Patriots secondary. Holy shit! All right, you, oh my God, this fucking secondary. I've been saying it all episode. I. I honestly, I, I don't know what's left to say. They have to get, they have to get a fucking cornerback. Like, why did we trade Stephon Gilmore for fucking nothing? A six-round pick two years from now? That's all we could get for him? Are you fuck? He was defensive player of the year two years ago. Like, are you fucking kidding? <laughs> like, come on, man. What are we doing? What are we doing? Ah, Bill, fuck, man. You know, I'm kind of as, – as, as much as I hate to say this, I'm kind of losing faith in the whole Belichick way. I think it's just becoming so fucking outdated and just, like, worn down, dude. It's The defense is so fucking old. It's so old. Bill keeps getting these big fucking bruising guys. I'm like, yeah, they're fun. But, dude, it's no match for a guy like Tyreek Hill or any of the fucking receivers that the Patriots have been facing. They can't stop anybody. They can't keep up with fucking anybody. It's not even fair. Every play, it's just these huge, like, last week against the Texans, Davis Mills looked like fucking, like, he'd been QB1 all along, just hucking that motherfucker everywhere to everyone all day. And it's, like, just tearing up that backfield. And the secondary is such a fucking liability. They're, They're a huge problem. And... I just, I don't know what can be done. I don't know what we have. What do we trade? We can't give away draft capital. What 
I, I mean, I need some college football nerd to hit me up on Twitter who's a little more in on who's going to be, you know, declaring for the draft and shit this year because I don't know I'd fuck all about college football. I just know, like, I've heard names of schools and uh, Alabama's really fucking good. That's pretty much it. But speaking of Alabama, I'm going to jump to my next good. Man, I'm killing these fucking transitions tonight. Mac Jones having himself, uh, I'd probably say this was his best game, I think. I mean, again, his stats, 15 to 21, 229, two touchdowns in the pick. Like, again, the pick, super untimely and not good. And, I mean, okay, I, I did kind of forget that his literal next throw was a 75-yard touchdown. But I wish that the Cowboys had not gotten that pick six or whatever. Like, I just – you we had to win the turnover battle if, if we were going to win this game, and we didn't. And it it's a bummer because, you know, it is what it is, but – this is the goods, and Mac had a good night. He stood in there. He took some shots. There was one throw he made where a guy's arm was literally already around him as his arm, like, let go of the ball. And, at, you know, I was talking about it earlier with Poulin that, yeah, his his accuracy, like, his, his accuracy is up there. But it was a lot of dink and dunk. But, man, tonight, I don't know. He was fucking – Mac is incredibly accurate with the football. Like, it it seems, like, kind of unreal. Just his ability to just, like, whip the ball to exactly where it needs to be. It's It's – I mean, again, we had Tom Brady. He's the GOAT. So I'm not going to, like, say shit, and I'm going to let Mac carve out his own piece. I'm not going to compare him to Tom Brady. Mac Jones is Mac Jones, all right? It's his rookie year. I'm going to just let him do his thing. I'm not going to say shit. It's not my place to, I mean, again, it, I mean, it kind of is my place as a fan, but way, way, way too fucking early. Way too fucking early. Tom, okay, so Tom Brady won as many Super Bowls with the Patriots as Mac Jones has starts with the Patriots. So I'm not going to say shit right now. It is way too early. But I had a lot of fun watching Mac Jones tonight. He immediately redeemed himself for the interception by putting up a touchdown on the board with the very next throw. He was able to keep his composure. It's just the defense fucked us. And I will say going into my the, the next not good is still pertaining to the offense is Isaiah Wynn, dude. Holy shit. It's fucking time to move on. Um, I don't care. To, the Everyone knows who watched this game, what play I'm talking about, where I don't even know who it was. It's probably what, Randy Gregory on the Cowboys, who just grabbed Isaiah Wynn's wrists and just, like, threw him backwards like a bitch and it's like dude you are either hurt or just getting false starts getting false starts that luckily aren't called or just getting fucking blown up and i mean like capital b capital u blown up you are getting 
like blown up TM. Like you are getting fucking dominated, bro. Like, I'm sorry. Like you, I, I get you were great in college, and Sony Michelle ran behind you, and blah blah. Sony Michelle isn't here anymore. Were you like? I know you were a, a, a high draft pick. I think you were a first round pick. I don't fucking remember. Bill drafts like bullshit, and it's been established at this point. He just he can't draft for fuck. And Isaiah Wynn just is. It's time to move on. It's time to go in a different direction. It's time to do a different thing. It's time to try someone else. So you know what? Throw my boy Yadney out there. I just fuck it. I don't. Something has to be done. You can't just have a dude grab you by your wrists and then just drive you back like past your quarterback and then like immediately annihilate Mac Jones. That cannot happen. Like it was insane. That Isaiah win like on that play, he he fucking got. Oh man, I hope Bill has that queued up on the fucking airplane, and I hope that they he just puts it on fucking repeat for like the first forty minutes of the flight back home, like flight back home. They're at Gillette, you fucking dumb dumb. I hope it's actually playing on a loop in Isaiah's locker, like on a fucking Microsoft Surface, like. Dude, dude, <laughs> you can't, you can't, dude. Come on, man. You're a professional football player and you got like, yes. Is it that man's job to do shit like that to you? Of course, but it's your job to prevent him from doing stuff like that. And it's also your job to be on the fucking field. And it's like, dude, you've been here like three years and you've played like Zero full seasons. What are you even hitting double digits a, a season? I'm sure this will be on fucking Patriots unfiltered or something. So, you know, again, they got they're they're a little quicker on the stats and shit with me. I'm a little more, a little more of a. I'm recording this in my basement, uh, ripping bongs, and watching the Steelers on a projector kind of thing. So. If you want a little more clean cut, then you can go there. If you want to be here, I appreciate you being here. Um, but I'm going to throw out a sh- the next, the, my my last goods, because I do say goods, plural, is the running backs. Damian and, and Ramondre Stevenson both had decent nights. And again, I know I said it earlier, but Ramondre, I'm glad that he was out there. I, I was stoked on him in the preseason. I'm glad to see he got in the end zone. And again, when he just kind of like gave himself that quick kind of like, fuck yeah, I did it. I broke that fucking wall. Now I'm hoping he just turns into like a mini LeGarrette Blunt, And next week they just cut him loose and he runs for, you know, like 130 and just like two touchdowns. And he, he also had a couple fucking good catches today. I forgot about his fucking catches. I didn't write those down. But, yeah, he had a couple fucking receptions as well. I'm actually going to look that up right now. But I know that his running stats was eight rushes for 62 yards and a touchdown. And, again, that touchdown, I think, was huge for him in terms of building confidence because Bill's whole fucking thing of just like, oh, you put the ball on the ground. Well, guess what, dog? You're done, ski. And I guess it's 
it's fucking JJ Taylor's turn to to sit out because we haven't seen him since he got what I would call basic tackled and then spit the ball up. But the running backs had a good night because Damian also went eighteen of yeah eighteen rushes for a hundred and one and a touchdown. So a good night for Damian Harris. But the Patriots did okay. Now I'm going to go into the I have I have two more not goods. So I'm just going to go two not goods in a row to end the show, and I apologize for that. But I don't know. Maybe I'll make up for it next week if the Patriots get a fucking home win, for fuck's sake, against the New York Jets. Oh, man, is my fucking laptop going to die? No, we look okay. Anyway, so fourth and one. And you don't fucking go for it with anyone? You don't let Mac sneak it. You don't let Ramondre go for it. You don't let... Damien, go for it. You just fucking send out the punting team, and then the punt gets blocked. Like, is there a reason? I'm, and I, I know this is going to be asked to Belichick, and I'm sure, like every other time something like this happens, he's going to say, "Oh, it just it. Uh, we thought it would work," or some variation of some vague non-answer, and. Yeah, I'm used to it. You know, he's been the coach for my entire fucking conscious life, pretty much. You know, he's been the coach since I was in sixth grade. So I'm 31. So, you know, and I also have a bong in one hand and a beer in one hand because this game fucking, dude, it was legit heartbreaking. And the conservative bullshit play calling needs to stop. Like, I know Mac made his mistakes tonight. The interception, again, super costly. And, you know, it's it's shitty. And that was a bad loss. And they could have won that game if the defense had just done their thing. But I also want to throw out this not good. I'm not going to get super into this. But the officiating tonight was also not good at all. <laughs> you missed several calls, including a blatant face mask on Aguilar. That would have resulted in a first down and kept that drive alive and let the Patriots probably win that game. But, of course, it's it's the NFL doing NFL shit. And that's why I'm smoking bongs in the middle of a podcast because this just – man – it just seems so fucking unfair. Like it's, and I'm, <laughs> I don't think unfair is the word. It's just such a fucking bummer, dude. Like I love this team so much, and I just want to see Mac like get one of those like statement wins where he just fucking like dunks on the other team, throws for like three fifty and three touchdowns, no picks, like just goes balls out and just like fucks up the other team, but. It's just it keeps happening in these weird spurts and they can't sustain it for 60 minutes on either side. It's either the offense can't get more than fucking 18 points or the defense can't stop the other team from scoring something that the the offense just can't get to. It's just I don't know. I don't know what needs to happen. I mean, I can say 
get a number one corner and get a number one receiver all I fucking want. But at the end of the day, you only have so much cap space. You only have so much draft capital. You only have so much you can trade. You, I, I don't know. You don't even have a fucking offensive line. You have Trent Brown out for another two games. And who knows if he'll even come back because apparently a calf strain is a career ending injury. I, I, I don't know, man. Two and four. It fucking hurts. I'm not going to lie. You know, I'm not going to pretend that it feels good because it doesn't. It really fucking doesn't. But it is what it is. And we live to fight another week. It's, it's only week six. I'm just going to keep telling myself that it's only week six. And theoretically, anything could happen. I don't, I don't know that it will, but it could. And uh, man, again, I'm really tired of these coulda, shoulda, wouldas. Thank you so much for listening. The show is presented by Cheap Seat Media. For more shows like this one, please visit cheapseatmedia.wordpress.com. Be sure to check out the blog. Also, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe anywhere you listen to podcasts. 